Queens of Adventure is made possible through the support of listeners like you who support the show on Kickstarter and Patreon. A quick scheduling note before we start, we've had to postpone the live stream scheduled for December 22nd, and we'll be taking a break on the 26th. There won't be a new episode that week, but we'll be back on the regular schedule with a new episode on January 9th. More details on that at the end of the episode. Previously on Queens of Adventure. I'm going to require your services for another job. North of the resort is a village known as Watersport. There you will find an archive building. In that archive is a safe containing a scroll case. You're to retrieve that scroll case and any other documents in the safe and return here within three days. Arson, you can see that now you have mutated and you are a drider. Uh, You can feel yourself producing spider silk. (laughs) I want what she's having. There are some singed documents and a scroll case. Well, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the documents in the scroll case because that's what smart people do. Yeah, I'm gonna grab it and try to keep it safe. Throbberdon flaps higher up into the air, and the wyvern roars and lifts off into the cloudy, misty sky of Watersport. Chernobyl, carrying a bundle from Town Hall, has brought you to a trap door hidden in the rubble of the apothecary shop. Do you need shelter? Yes, please. I'm just gonna, like, slink my way into the little cellar. Can you imagine the terror on this child's face upon me entering and then all three of you entering? Hi. As you drift into your trance, a vision comes to you, something that feels like a memory. You see yourself back in the underdark, on the outskirts of an empty, abandoned city deep beneath the earth. A voice is calling out to you, taunting you, urging you to descend deeper into the underdark, to find and to open a mysterious door. You know that from from your time in the Underdark, you know that like if you go downhill, there is going to be um, an entry that goes deeper into the, the city. You're just in sort of the outskirts right now, but you know that you can get into the denser, deeper, larger part uh, by heading downhill. And looking down, down the slope of the street that you're on, you can see that there is a thick stone door in an archway that, that towers up above you. It's about two stories tall. 
There's a venue closer than you might think, Arson. Just open the door. You know how to find your way through the Underdark. You know how to find your way back down to your people. Wouldn't you like to rejoin us? I am a cat, and curiosity continues to kill me. So I am going to turn to wherever this voice is coming from. It's like, I'm going to give it a try. And uh, I'm not signing any contracts, uh, but I will most certainly investigate. And if I don't like it, I have the right to say no, because consent is mandatory. Uh, and so you're heading uh, downhill uh, towards this door, and uh, the voice says, Of course, we already know what you're going to do. And you get closer to the door, and you can see that uh, it's set in a massive brick arch. Scrawled in it is a message in Draglish. I can read Draglish. The message says, Do not open, and it's signed DCM. Well, of course I'm going to fucking open it. If it says do not open, what am I going to be like? Oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, that's not that's not who I am. I'm going to open it anyway. And the voice says, that's right. Back to us, back where you belonged, where you always belonged, where you'll always stay. I'm not going to say anything in response. I'm going to turn around and uh, give uh, them the elevator eyes, the like up and down, (laughs) but like silent. And then I'm just going to respond with a... Arson, with a grumble, the door slides open. You feel a cold, stale rush of air from the chamber ahead on the other side of the doors. You see an enormous dark shaft plunging into the depths Crumbling stone spiral stairs circle the perimeter of the shaft. Giant spiderwebs coat the stone walls. Large pods covered in webs cling to the walls and ceiling. At the bottom of the shaft is a vast and empty, abandoned underdark city, blanketed in thick webbing that stretches from building to building. You see down cobblestone boulevards and narrow alleys around sharp corners into the dark depths. Your vision comes to rest on a solitary group of driders, crowded around something as they quietly chant and scuttle back and forth on their spindly legs. In the center of the group of driders, there's an object. It's a statue of a creature that looks exactly like you. With a start, you awake Arson in the hidden basement under the Watersport Apothecary, surrounded by Chernobyl, Chaz, and your friends. I just had the weirdest dream. (laughs) (laughs) And you were there? It wasn't a sex dream this time. (laughs) If it wasn't a sex dream, then why is your spinneret dripping? (laughs) Girl! (laughs) Wow. But anyway, I'm just, I'm going to snap out of it and be like, Hey, fancy meeting you here. <laughs> what's up? What's new? What's the tea? How's it going? Well, I just stripped balls, but now I want to take a nap. Before you do, I would like to tell you about what I saw in my vision that I just had. Okay, go. In my trance. I uh, was taken back to a time that I remember where I was about to open a door and... There was a, do you remember anything about a DCM? By Dame Cherry Marcos? DCM was on that token that I got from the shrine just south of where the wyverns were. The one that I cut my hand on with a razor wire. Razor vines. Mm. 
Okay. And that was where we saw, like, there was, like... The statue. There was a shrine, and uh, my token says, Kisses, sweetie, DCM. There was a reference to the island in the middle of this island. Well, it wasn't really a reference. It was kind of like a stone map. Yes, that's what it was. The reason that I ask is because I saw the letters DCM in my vision, which was a little strange. And what is even stranger is that when I went further in my vision, I saw... A bunch of people who look exactly like me, maybe not worshiping, but surrounding a statue or an image or something like that of something that also looks exactly like me. So like you right now or you about 20 minutes ago? Yeah, like Drider Farm. Okay. Um, Well, that's strange. (laughs) I'm wondering if this get, means that I get to, like, double my booking fee. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would think so. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I'm famous and that the letters DCM are coming back to haunt me. I think that it might do us well to go check that shrine out again. Though. I was going to say, mm-hmm. if there's, like, a if there's like a, like, a possible connection and we're running into this over and over again, it might be worth me checking it out. Just saying. Hey, Chernobyl. Hello. <laughs> Do the letters DCM mean anything to you? Don't cook me. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be cooked either. Always good advice. Nothing rings a bell at the moment. Uh, Chernobyl, uh, by the way, right now is sitting on the cot alongside Chaz. Uh, they're both watching you. Uh, Chernobyl has been administering some medicine to Chaz, but uh, they are calm. They're a little more relaxed than the last time you saw Chernobyl in the middle of the fight. Chernobyl. Yes. What's the medicine that you're giving to Chaz? What's uh what what is the nature of Chaz's affliction? Chaz picked up a tropical illness on the ship traveling to Fire Island. It's relatively easy to treat, but the medicine was all looted and hoarded in town hall. See, this is why you got to vaccinate your children. <laughs> now that I have a decent supply, he is out of danger. But I will need to find another supply of medicine, eventually. I think that we should ask Chernobyl to come back with us to the resort, and she can be our personal bodyguard, and we won't take any crap from anybody, and we'll go steal a bunch of medicine for Chaz, and then we'll rule the palace. But shouldn't we, like, rest first? Yeah, (laughs) I definitely think we should uh, at least take an hour nap. Oh, fucking hour? Okay, like, yeah. Like I would love to have a full eight. Some Z's. Same. I, I would love a full eight. It is around 2 a.m. right now. That's perfect, because, like, dawn is uh, when so the beach gets crazy. Like 10 a.m. We need our, our PD rest. Back yeah. Yeah. Go past Don't, aren't we on a deadline, too? Yeah, I think we have three days, though. Oh. And this is, like... Uh, this has been, like, a night being in water sport. It sure has been a night. It hasn't even been 24 hours since you left the Golden Palace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that we should go dilly-dally for like 24 hours. Just like go explore and then get uh, the thing back to... Let's just do the rest for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. <first>. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's decide on resting for eight hours and yeah. we'll figure out what we're going to do later. <laughs> Find a nice food truck. I will say for the benefit of the listener, when Harlot said let's dilly-dally and go explore for 24 hours, Arson had the most wide-eyed... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, sure, Jan. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
I'm just going to encase myself in water with shape water and just kind of sit there for like a while and meditate. <laughs> You've got like a water bed that you go into. Like, yeah. You're like inside your water bed. No. <laughs> I don't think there's a deposit for that. <laughs> what are you doing, Harlot and Butylene? I'm going to like dig a, a little bit of a hole to make like a cozy little like nook for myself and then just like kind of curl into like a little fetal position where I can like sleep off my mutagen hangover. Uh, so, for just a little bit. <laughs> you're a bit like like a hermit crab. You like kind of like scuttle into the area like a mud skipper or something. <laughs> or a diglet. Uh, yeah. Or a diglet. Yeah. The party settles in at last to rest and recuperate down in the hideout under the apothecary shop. As you doze off, Chernobyl gathers odds and ends from around the cellar, uses them to patch her armor. It's badly corroded from the contact with the black slime, and it doesn't look like she can fully repair it with the tools available here, but it'll hold for now. As you sleep, you feel your strength return, your magic power refreshed, your exhaustion fading, and you're feeling good as new when you awake the next morning around 10 a.m. Are there any books or anything... In this, we're in a cellar, aren't we? Yeah, there's a few like tattered like recipe books for some like um, tinctures and salves and face creams and things. There are also some documents that uh, Arson has brought down into the basement. Oh, uh, yeah, I am interested. Can I? I want to see if the document <laughs> looks like something that I could forge. Arson, do you still have that document that we pilfered from the safe? Absolutely. May I forge it, please? Absolutely. Or not. That's not. I'm sorry. I'm gay. That's not how you say absolutely. You say absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we should we like? Uh, should we like read them first and see what they? Write? Oh yeah. Let. That's part yeah, of me forging them. Arson, you hand that document over to Butylene, who hands it over to Harlot. Oh, for the benefit uh, of with my teeth. home, this is a this is a physical document. Harlan, are you gonna unwrap the uh, the tree? Yeah, I think you're nimble enough to like you know uh, be able to put it back together if you Harlan, need. Be or nimble. Harlan, be quick. What I want to do <laughs> is to open it and forge it, and then like recreate this to give the copy that is forged to Belfry, because. I don't trust her. Uh, sleight of hand. Do a sleight of hand check to open the scroll. I, I succeed. That's a 19, huh? Yeah. Plus, 19 plus your sleight of hand, which plus is Plus my eight. sleight of hand. I'm, yeah. So I, yeah, plus eight. So I have a Deftly 27. Deftly oh unwrap gosh. the golden ribbon that holds it. Just a note to the listener here. The players were handed a physical copy of the treaty, which begins, We the Glamazons, beautiful and rightful sovereigns of the Glama Archipelago, in our exquisite generosity, hereby grant to our honored outside guests limited and non-exclusive settlement rights to the territory west of the mountain ridge known as the Radiant Rise. Below the preamble are various sections labeled Law and Order, Penalties, Collection of Taxes, Provisions for Mutual Defense and Security, Termination of this Agreement, and Ownership of the Golden Palace. The first section of the treaty deals with the relationship between the Glamazons and their honored outside guests, also known as HOGs, or Hogs. The gist of the agreement states that the HOGs are free to do pretty much whatever they want on their side of the island, as long as they honor the rules in the treaty. The Glamazons state that they will not interfere with any of the affairs of the HOGs unless the treaty is breached or the Glamazons themselves are threatened. 
Under law and order, it says, to ensure harmonious coexistence, certain rules of etiquette must be enforced. The first line reads, no hog shall cross east of the radiant rise on penalty of imprisonment, banishment, or death. There are also penalties for interfering with wildlife, particularly the glama birds, as well as serious penalties for approaching or interfering with the glamazons themselves. The treaty goes on to describe how imprisonment, banishment, and death sentences will be carried out. Under the mutual defense heading, it says, In the event of a crisis which threatens Glamazon interests, worthy hog representatives are expected to file a joint defense proposal with the bureaucracy through their appointed liaison. The treaty goes on to explain how to go about filing a joint defense proposal. And under termination of this agreement, it says, Glamazons reserve the right to terminate this agreement and banish all hogs from the island within 72 hours notice at any time if hogs are found in violation of this treaty. And there's lots more in the document, and the players all had a chance to look it over and read for a few minutes, and then I asked if anything caught their eye. Well, the collecting of taxes is definitely um, mildly interesting. Wait, who's paying taxes? The hogs are. What's a hog? Us. Excuse me? Honored other guest. Oh, okay. Us. The Golden Palace Charter is hereby transferred to Belfry. So she, she, that's hers. The Golden Palace is officially, by this treaty, hers. There's an addendum in there about the, we read the Golden Palace part? Provided that the historic temple facade and iconic floor plan are preserved in the new construction. Um, also, which is a point of interest because we kind of want to go on the other side. Uh, it says Glamazon reserved. Glamazons reserve the right to terminate the, uh, this agreement and banish all hogs from the island within 72-hour notice if at any time hogs are found in violation of this treaty, i.e. us crossing that border. Mm-hmm. Which could be bad news bears for the For, the, for, for the hogs, everybody. If, if, we we, if, if we get caught. Yeah. If we, if, if we get caught. If. Does it say what they're going to do if, if we get caught? Um, uh, yeah, there's a number of lavish execution styles, including being offered a floating device and sent out to sea, or you can jump the plank or be forced to jump the plank. Uh, so we go swimming? Yeah, with the undead. <laughs> yeah, and that's similar to the warnings that you heard about remaining on the western side of the island uh, from Ranger Richard, from the concierge, from Chernobyl. And Freya, you're correct. If the treaty's violated, the Glamazons could banish all the hogs from the island. That includes you and everyone you've met so far. And with the undead out in the ocean, it's unlikely anyone would survive getting banished. Can you can you use shape water to like shape an entire ocean? <laughs> I wish. Can you pull a Moses and like <laughs> oh my God. part the entire sea? I'd settle for like a giraffe shaped floaty. That'd be fine by me. <laughs> I think we should still make a copy and give Belfry the fake just in case. Because, I mean, if she does anything shady with it, like, I don't know, burn it and try to change I mean, we have around. time to figure that out. Yeah, we have time to figure that out. Yeah, so, Harlot, you have a, you've made a copy of the treaty with some quills and some parchment that you just found in this basement here. Awesome. What's the other piece of paper that we have? You also have a map of the island, oh. uh, of the western portion of the island oh. on the on this side of the the radiant ridge and again a note for the listener i handed the players a physical map here showing the golden palace to the south the radiant rise that divides the island into the western side for the hogs the eastern side for the glamazon territory 
The map shows an obsidian ziggurat on a smaller island beyond the border, well within the Glamazon territory. There's also a lot of blank space on the map, and I invited each player to make up a new attraction and add it to the hog side of the map. We went around the table, uh, starting with Arson. Uh, angular shapes, flashes of light. Those are light art installations uh, <laughs> made by uh, artfully constructing uh, fluorescent light tubes and placing them in an intentional fashion. It's very avant-garde. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and mark that on the map that you've got in your hands there. Uh, and now, Freya, you are looking over that uh, western side of the island, uh, and you make note of a uh, attraction that you haven't been to yet? Um, it's a little southwest of Waters Port on the other, like, it's near the water, and it's going to be called, um, it's called Steam Baths. It is a uh, Turkish bathhouse, clothing optional, if you will. <laughs> um, and no one really talks about what goes on there. It's very mysterious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Butylene, you're looking over that western half of the map, and you see another attraction. Tell me what the name is and what it's like. Looks like on this little, little at the tip of this little peninsula, it says Temple of Boom, which uh, appears to be a sort of a medieval castle, but it's also a nightclub. Ooh. <laughs> with rotating DJs. The Temple of Boom. So that kind of sounds like fun. I don't know. Sometimes I just need to dance it out. How tall do you need to be to ride that ride? Yeah, it does look like there is an imp that, uh, like, with its handout that says you must be this tall to ride this ride. I mean, a low bar, given how the stature of an imp. Exactly, it's very welcoming. It's yeah. meant to be an inclusive space. No gnomes allowed. <laughs> poor Nomi. Oh, poor Nomi Malomi. Oh, where is Nomi now? Uh, Harlot, the last time you saw Nomi was during the shipwreck that brought you to Fire Island. Uh, and what are you adding to the map? Um, I see here uh, a point. It's called the Reliquade. And I think that it's a place where Dennis Quaid holds beautiful relics and gives them to thieves in the night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just imagine your luck. The Reliquade. So we have the uh, angular shapes uh, that uh, Arson described with the... Uh, the light tubes. There's the uh, steam baths uh, that Freya noted where uh, the the clothing optional humid resort that (laughs) is a secret to everyone. Uh, The Temple of Boom, the rotating DJs of the medieval castle. Uh, Harlot, you uh, saw the um, Reliquade where uh, a mysterious wizard uh, named Dennis Dennis Quaid (laughs) distributes stolen goods to, uh, to thieves. Uh, as well as one more location, uh, the Leisure Domain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hate you. Oh. Rude. Oh so you've uh, learned a little bit uh, more about the geography of the island, uh, and you've uh, picked out some details from the treaty. It's about 10 a.m. now. Um, Chernobyl has uh, you, brewed you some coffee. What comes next? Adventure time? Yeah, I think that we are probably in a good place that we go back through Wyvern Town. We could hit up the relic wade. I'm just saying. So we're not going to cross the line? Not yet. I mean, we have to get all the way down there first. Mm. I want to get to that uh, that obsidian ziggurat that we kind of like peeked at. Sorry, just just to be clear, what exactly are we pursuing? If we're we contemplating take this? the idea of just seeing yeah. what's at the obsidian ziggurat. There was like a map of the island at the shrine. Because uh, I feel like we might get some more answers as to like who DCM is. Did or... we, while we were in Watersport, did we notice any. Like boats 
Many of the inhabitants of Watersport attempted to evacuate by ship. None of the ships made it more than a mile out to sea. Well, we're not really trying to go further than a mile. We're just probably trying to sail around the island, correct? I'm assuming that's what you're trying to... No, well, we're just trying to go from, like, we're on this, like, little peninsula, and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm curious, like, going east to get to the sort of, like, small island that's, like, surrounded by the fire island. Do you want to just describe, like, if somebody, for somebody who can't see what you're... Yeah. Just describe. So, so Fire Island itself is sort of like a U-shape, and then inside of that U, there's a couple smaller islands Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, it sort of, like, appears like a volcanic island, if I'm honest. And so, like, inside would be, like, the the mound of, like... Mount St. Helens top that it blew off. That's I think it's called the caldera. Yeah, yeah. It would be sort of like a caldera, like uh, mini island within surrounded by a broken halo of other islands. And we at Watersport on the far northwestern landmass. And so, beautifully, the thing that you wanted to investigate. Yeah, as I'm that one of those little center islands inside the smack dab. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so that means like just finding like a, a little boat and possibly a dock. I mean, would it be possible to use um, some shape water of to turn shape your hand water. into a propeller? Yeah. Yeah, because here's so my line of thought is like, even if we do get caught, like maybe it would be nice to meet the Glamazons and be like. I mean, in worst case scenario, we can always play dumb, and there's a lot of stuff that's going on that they may not be aware of. Personally, my instinct is is to see what's up at the shrine first, to see if we can gather any information. I like that. And then Mm. if we decide that that's not enough, then maybe like do some more exploring first. Because we do have like a day to kill before we have to bring this back. And the thing too is that like the shrine might not have what we're looking for in terms of more details, which is totally cool. But the shrine is within our like territorial reach. And so if we don't have to, you know, transcend potentially dangerous waters into territory that isn't ours and maybe uh, be sentenced to a glamorous death. um, (laughs) As long as we can go to the reliquade first i'm down <laughs> just it's on the way on this reliquade that's my instinct and then and then if we decide that like oh the shrine isn't really what we were looking for in terms of more information especially after this vision that i've had then like i'd be i'd be more than willing to give it a shot personally i mean you are the leader yeah what can i say i i <laughs> am, self-appointed yeah you know so yeah let's go to the temple because i mean who knows it might the shrine. yeah the shrine so it sounds like everybody's got a plan. You've got your treaty. Uh, you've got your forged version of the treaty. Ooh, should we separate do. the real one from the fake one? Yes. So, like from different party oh. members? I'm gonna, like I'm going to wrap the real one up as it was as it was received and put mm-hmm. it back in the scroll case. And I also want to ask Arson if you can give me 30 feet of spider silk to use as a rope if I need it. Mm. Because you can create it with your body. <laughs> you do have the uh, spider silk that you got as a gift from Belfry. Uh, you can make regular webbing. What's in it for me? I'll diddle your spinnerets. Again, that was accompanied by quite a look. <laughs> Do you have anything in your inventory that you would like to bequeath unto me? I'll give you Augustus's stolen ring, but I need 60 feet of spider silk. Try again. <laughs> Ooh. You can have the mysterious token that says DCM. It's a deal. All right, you do a little trade back and forth through I your... 60 feet of spider silk. With your inventory. 
trade. Chernobyl covers Chaz's eyes as the silk comes out of the spinnerets. <laughs> <laughs> it's natural, okay? Is the group ready to head out? I'm ready to head out. I am. I sure am. Is your destination the place with food, water, and medicine? Cher, are you hungry? I do not require that sort of nourishment. However, Chaz does. Would you permit Chaz and I to accompany you? I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yes. Thank you. Chernobyl looks uh, pretty pleased about that. Uh, Chaz looks uh, maybe a bit wary about uh, accompanying the uh, monsters and spider creatures. Um, I'm going to go hold Chaz's hand. A small compartment opens in Chernobyl's armor, like a kangaroo's pouch. She deposits Chaz inside and enfolds him in her vines. Can he breathe in there? It's his vines. I hope so. (laughs) No, we've done this before. (laughs) That's a mom joke. It's just to clarify, is Chaz's head like poking up like a baby kangaroo? Like a joey? It can if he wants a peekaboo. I was imagining like (gasps) Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure, into that, yes. A window. <laughs> He's peering from my navel zone uh, through a little window. That is so weird. But I think that in my head. I don't say that Fans, out loud. <laughs> listeners, please, someone draw this grotesquery for me, please. Uh, Families come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, the party's ready to head out into the world. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You climb up the stairs, you push open the trap door, you step out into the town. Uh, you can see now in the light of day, this is the first time you've seen Watersport by day. It's still quite gloomy. There's uh, a heavy mist that hangs over the town. You can't make out the sun, but there's just a, like a kind of a general wetness across the whole town. The strange barnacles and seaweed and slimy molds on the side of, building, of the buildings as you climb up out of the apothecary wreckage and stand there on the cobblestone street of the uh, of Watersport. Uh, there's also sort of a, a, a bubbling gooey sound uh, from further back towards town square. And you can see that giant tree that's like grown up out of the uh, out of the archive. Uh, and you see that the, the wyvern is still kind of circling it and then landing and kind of like snapping at the tree and then circling it again and landing. Uh, and Arson, uh, as you step out of the trap door, the sunlight that is able to make it through oh, the fog, yeah. uh, you've never really been a fan of, of daylight, but no. but it hurts. Yeah, that I that's a minor detail. Ugh, forgot about that one. Do you not have a parasol on you? Not at this time. Wait, I have traveler's clothes or costume clothes. I'm just gonna throw them on your head. Like I've got a I've got a cloak as part of my costume clothes that like mm. is floor length, <gasps> and I throw it over Arson's head. Oh, I love it. I've got my old lady uh, wig too <laughs> in my uh, in my alternate. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's like a little hat. Could I use shape water to create um, like a cloud over her to like shade her from the sun? <laughs> You actually have create a fog cloud uh, as a spell. Oh, yeah, but I don't want to use a spell. I just want to use shape water. To do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Arson, you're just like covered in um, some cloth and rags and, and things, and like a nice wig on top. Um, Avante Garde. Uh, and Freya, you use shape water to give Arson a nice refreshing spritz. <laughs> cool her off. Cool her off. Thanks, Freya. Yeah. But the pain subsides. <gasps> 
Uh, mm. You were no longer feeling the intense uh, sun beating down on you. I was so prepared to like have to like roll with like a minus like 10 or whatever <laughs> for something. So thank you. I appreciate that. So you're walking out of town. And then from just some piles of, uh, of debris that's just off to the side of the path, uh, you hear a voice. Is there, is there someone there? Someone there? I'm going to use the thaumaturgy to like boom my voice and just be like... Who goes there? It is it is I, Sir Throberdon. <gasps> Throberdon! And yeah, and then I just Deep, immediately sissy out. I'm like, oh my god, girl, thank you! So you can see uh, now there's just some like wreckage and debris and, uh, off to the side of the path, and uh, you just see two like clawed legs sticking out from underneath. <laughs> oh, Throbby! Let's get you out yeah, of yes. this situation. That would be delightful. Thank you. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. So we just clear the branches. As you clear it, you can see you can make out his face. There he is. You can see like he's a little banged up and scratched, uh, but he's so relieved to see you. Thank goodness you're here. What a what a drop the luck. I was able to get away from that terrible wyvern and slip away, but I crashed. I, I'm not I'm not quite myself. You see, I I uh, seem to have endured quite a bit of damage in my crash landing. But oh, what a stroke of luck that you've come upon me. Where are you headed on this fine day? Oh, we're going to go hit up a shrine and maybe pray to some god. If, you're, if you are heading towards civilization, I, I wonder if uh, my, my ward, Jim Jim, might be among those who, who, who you'll be meeting up with? Uh, no, we're not going towards civilization. We're just going like, to kind of rummage through the jungle and uh, go see a shrine. <laughs> However, if you continue in the same direction that we're headed, we'd love to have your company and help. And Jim Jim will be just beyond our destination. Yeah, right. It's on the way. Oh, yeah. marvelous. Thank you. I, I, I can't count my blessings that you've come along. Now then, you said he's, he's like picking himself up now and, and, and dusting himself off a bit. And he looks at uh, Chernobyl with interest and uh, back to you all. And he says, now then, uh, this way, I believe. And he uh, points uh, confusedly in a couple of different directions. <laughs> this way, Robbie. Yes, quite right. Just as I said, this way. Uh, and he follows you up the path uh, up out of town towards, towards the jungle where, uh, where you came down into Watersport from. Jungle quickly closes in around you. The sounds of uh, insects and jungle birds coming from all directions. There's no trail. You're just cutting your way through the underbrush as best you can make out. Uh, high up overhead, you see those birds with the shimmering feathers. Uh, and you see strange plants everywhere. Throbodon's limping a little bit. It seems like he's a little injured, but he kind of like puts an arm around Butylene to like steady him to get up, uh, make his way up the hillside, climbing higher and higher up into the hills. Uh, what's your marching order? I'll um, stay in the front. I'm going to hang out with, uh, Throbby. So I'll be toward like the, maybe toward the back. Like right okay. So I'm, I'm two. Okay. okay. I'll be in the back. So it's Harlot, then Freya, Arson with Chernobyl and Chaz, and Butylene helping Sir Throberdon at the back. You push through the jungle brush for three or four hours. You're about halfway to the shrine. And then suddenly you stumble out into a clearing. The same clearing you pass through on your way to Watersport. Four wyverns bask in the sun atop rock piles and skeletons of fish. One rock pile is currently unoccupied. Before I enter the clearing, I hold my arm out and I say, Wyverns, move quietly. If you have any rotting meat on you, get rid of it now. Uh, Go ahead and roll stealth. No one roll under a 15. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Well, I rolled a two. I rolled a natural one. I got 15. Um, How far across is this clearing? 
so the clearing's about uh, 40 feet, and as you step into the clearing, there's a snap and... Snap, crackle, pop. A crash from the branches that you're pushing aside, and the wyverns all <laughs> snort. They uh, start to like shift around on the rock pile and move their heads up. They uh, haven't spotted you yet, but uh, they're starting to like clamber up to their feet and look around and kind of sniff and snort. Should we charge? We can move 60 feet and around if we all charge. But we also have, like, one injured person. (laughs) So they're shifting around on their rock piles, and they're starting to sniff a little bit more intensely, and uh, one of them spots the party standing just on the edge of the clearing. Oh, my God. It lets out a huge roar at you. What do you do? Um, I'm going to actually use Fog Cloud this time. See, I I was going to need this. (laughs) So I'm just going to, like, think really quickly and... Evil Queen this and just like a <laughs> uh, fog cloud just disperses everywhere. It comes out of nowhere. Just <laughs> a thick fog rolls over the clearing here, obscuring yeah. everyone in oh. at the edge of the foliage. As it rolls in, you just see the, the wyverns rearing back a little bit. And then uh, you are hidden away in oh. this fog right now. They can't see you. You can't quite see where they are. Uh, but they are no longer, they no longer have a fix on you. Perfect. Let's, Let's roll. roll. Let's like move through this clearing as fast as we can. That is exactly what we're going to be doing. Yeah, I'll take uh, mm-hmm. I'll take sneaking along the brush for five hundred, Alex. Yeah, I'll take what she said for four hundred. <laughs> you sprint through the fog of the clearing. You can hear Wyvern snort and growling all around you as you run, dodging around the rock piles. You have no idea how close any of them are. It's only a few seconds dash to the far side of the clearing, and then you plunge back into the foliage, safe. On the other side. Cool. Welcome. To the shrine. Girl. The party is now continuing along this eastern cliff, east-facing cliff, uh, making your way through the jungle. Uh, And then you come to another clearing. This is a a bit uh, off to the side. Uh, Now that you've noticed this on the map that you found, uh, you take a slight detour. Uh, There's a a little bit of a clearing here with sort of a a sandy... Sandy! With sort of uh, sandy ground there. There's stripes in the sound, multicolored, vibrant stripes that are all uh, converging on a huge spiral conch shell that is embedded uh, in the sand on a cliff overlooking the interior part of the uh, Ring of Islands. I feel like we're going to have to fuck with a giant hermit crab right now, aren't we? There's flags festooned all around from the uh, from the shell to the trees. Uh, the street colors are leading you up towards the front door of this giant multi-story shell uh and you glance at the map and you can see that you're roughly in the position of the reliquade (laughs) i want to look around and see if there's any indication of a specific place i should knock uh harlot you see a thieves cant uh scratched into the side of the shell that describes a specific knock to open the door it's a coded message of greeting and uh what does that knock sound like well it's more of actually like a rhythmic kind of um and so i do that on the door i'm gonna ask if you guys can come in but none of you have levels in thieves so we'll see i'm cool out here it's fine (laughs) when you knock on the door it simply swings open do you go inside yeah Uh, i'm down you know, I'm just going to hang out by the waves and just chill because um, I'm just kind of like, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm going to go meditate by the water. Just 
mind my own damn business. Arson, I'm with Freya. I'm like, do your thing, but don't involve me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sort of like plopping down on your eight legs with like <laughs> fabric draped over you. Casually. Can we just make sandcastles? Yes. <laughs> if you want to make sandcastles in the like Aww. multicolored sand, you definitely can do that. <laughs> done and done. As long as they like, wash oh away God. and we get to make a sad song about it. Yeah. Sure, you sit down in the sand. I'll have you both describe your castles in just a minute. Uh, Harlot, you head on inside. Butylene follows, still supporting Sir Throberdon. Is Chernobyl going? Come, Chaz, let us enter the shell of mystery. (laughs) You climb a smooth staircase up inside the shell and arrive in a small, empty chamber. There's a note attached to the wall that says... On account of the living dead rising from the sea, this reliquade location will now be self-service. Put your skills to the test and win a prize. Or fall to your death. Either way, sorry, I won't be there to see it. XOXO, Dennis. And on the opposite wall, a glowing portal opens. On the other side of the portal, you see a small wooden platform that you could walk out onto. The platform looks out into a chamber filled with dark water, Across the water, you see a rock wall. At the top of the wall, 15 feet away, is a ledge, on top of which sits a treasure chest. What do you do? I enter the room and stand there. Legs far apart in power stance, hands far apart as well. I crouch slightly, pull out my grappling hook, and start spinning it. I want a grappling hook that wall... Great. Roll a dex check to see if you can hook the ledge and swing over. 18 plus 4, 22. That's 22, so I think this is going to go well. <laughs> now roll acrobatics to swing across. And an 18 plus 8 for acrobatics. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, you launch yourself off of the platform and swing gracefully over the water, landing against the rock wall. Uh, the ledge with the chest is just up above you. I grin and rub my hands together. And reach into my satchel and pull out my thieves' tools. Mm. And then say, <gasps> Wait a second. It could be a monster. My grappling hook is still attached, and mm-hmm. I'm going to climb three feet down my grappling hook, so I'm suspended off the side of the wall. Yeah. And I'm going to use my leisure domain and open it with my thieves' tools from afar. So if there's a trap, I don't get blown up. Great. Um, I'm going to have you roll slide a hand for your uh, leisure domain. 17 plus 8. All right, you're dangling off the side of the ledge just over the water, and you hear your mage hand fussing around with the lock on the chest. And then there's a loud boof, and a cloud of smoke and sparks shoot out from the chest above. And then as the smoke clears, you climb up your rope and you get a glimpse of what's inside. It is a wand of gagging. Gaggy. Three times per day, you can point this wand at someone, speak a command word, and they will be unable to speak. And uh, what is that command word? (laughs) Great. Uh, Let's jump back outside to Freya and Arson. What do you do in the sand? (laughs) I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to build, like sandcastle penises and then try to sit on them but because they're sand they collapse (laughs) so it's sandcastle penises with ed yeah basically and you're just smashing your giant thorax against yeah just gonna sit on them and they just collapse and i'm like 
oh, okay, well, I'll just try it again. And try the next one. Build over and over again and just crush these sandcastle penises with my with my uh, thorax yeah you know like one is wont to do <laughs> um i'm going to create a beautiful uh sand sculpture of the not tanya harding but the girl who's like nancy my kerrigan. knee nancy kerrigan of nancy kerrigan just like holding on to her <laughs> knee and crying at four, times, at four times the scale. Yeah. Why? Why? Why me? That is very evocative. <laughs> it could be seen from the next island. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm going to say, like, uh, because you've got, like, shape water, this is, in fact, maybe uh, an opportunity to, like, kind of, like, draw some water into the sand, mix it up, make it a little mm-hmm. bit more yep, sculptable. Yep, yep. That's water exactly. Water. She's, she's bleeding from the knee. <laughs> Arson, meanwhile, is leaving some very curious prints in the sand. <laughs> Yeah, it's a commentary on the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> you just don't understand, okay? <laughs> Freya, roll perception. 19. Freya, as you're shaping the sand, you feel something metallic, and you lift up a small object on a copper chain. It's a clockwork amulet. Once per day, you can use it to skip a skill check or attack roll and just take a 10. Ooh. Gorge. Cool. Well, that's so if you cool. roll like a natural one, you can take a 10 instead. You can actually skip the roll altogether and just, I'm just going to take a 10 without doing the roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, could she just like take 10 and walk away for 10 minutes? I mean, that could be, that could be right. <laughs> yeah, you could just take a 10 minute break. Is yeah. it like a watch? <laughs> this is my government mandated, government mandated 10. Cool. I mean, is it going to turn like green since we're in the ocean or near the ocean and it's like copper and yeah, get a little patina on it. I'll keep it. It's cute. We'll see. You're maybe so I, maybe I can white elephant it later. I don't know. Freya just cast the like biggest I'm gonna, I'm, eye roll I'm, I'm spell gonna, right I want to roll Thieves Hand Legerdemain to take that out of her hand <laughs> right now. No! <laughs> One. Natural 20. 20. Uh, it's, <laughs> apparently it's now. I it's take now. it out of your hands and I stow it in my own pocket. <laughs> Rude. Harlot now has the clockwork amulets. <laughs> Chernobyl and Sir Throberdon just watched all this unfold, leaning against the outside of the reliquade. What a fine reliquade that was. Not the nicest reliquade I've ever been to. It was helpful, though. Throberdon says... This group, always full of surprises. I love it. Uh, But the day grows short. Onward to our destination. Uh, The Golden Palace, yes? Quite, quite. As a group, you head back downhill, making your way back through the jungle, looking for signs of where you might have passed on your initial journey to Watersport. The shimmering birds circle overhead. You pass fissures in the earth with blasts of hot air shooting upward. And it's a little after three when you come upon some familiar-looking muddy footprints and the remnants of some shredded razor vine. And then you spot it, the small stone shrine. It's a stair-step pyramid. At the top is a simple sculpture depicting a stone figure holding a scepter in one hand and a bowl in the other. You cleared away the razor vine last time you were here, and on the ground you see a stone map of the entire cluster of islands. I look straight to Harlot and I glare at her in her eyes and I say, if you touch anything, (laughs) I swear to whatever god you pray to, I will murder you. Don't touch any of the razor vines. I'm going to say this to everybody. Just so we all will remember, 
if you take anything out of that tip jar, the ground will turn to quicksand or cough syrup. I don't remember which. <laughs> quicksand. And you'll probably cut yourself on some razor vines. So, yeah. I might suggest we all tip the queen. Yeah, what do you do? I'm going to take her advice and tip the queen. I'm going to, like, from a distance, leisure demand one of my signet rings that I'm wearing. Mm. I'm like, I'm not fucking with you. I'm going to give you something nice this time. I am going to take 20 feet of spider silk rope and put it in the tip jar. Okay. Harlot, you dropped a signet ring in. Arson, you dropped some spider silk rope into the tip jar. Butylene, Freya? Um, I'm just going to kind of hang back and see like what happens. I don't really have anything of value. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll discover the fishing. Do I need the fishing tackle? I don't need the fishing tackle, do I? I'd... It's one way to find out. <sighs> you could cast a lightning bolt into the water if you really wanted to fish. Yeah, you're right. You could also use shape water to, just, just be like, <laughs> to capture just fish. Bubble, bubble the fish and bring it to you. Um, yeah, I'll just put the fishing tackle in there. Uh, and you drop those items into the uh, little bowl that's in front of the shrine, and the mouth of the statue slowly slides open with a rumbling sound. Inside are three obsidian tokens. Let me pop these out with my ghost hand. Yeah. Because nobody's hands should get taken off because of these things again. Like operation, you, you pick them out like you're pulling out like the wishbone or whatever it is, like the <laughs> body parts. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can see that, once again, these are identical to the coin that you got before that says, Kisses Darlings, DCM. You now have uh, four of those, I believe, right? I gave one of mine to Arson. Oh, that's right. Arson has one and you have the other three. That's it? <laughs> there's no like rapture or jesus or like no do you want to look around or investigate or do anything yeah, with the absolutely yeah. like stony map i'm just sort of like investigating the scene and trying to figure out any more clues uh that i can get this, this like stony map of the whole island structure i'm curious about like are there names of things on these on this map or is it everybody roll investigation mm. I rolled a nine. Oh, 17. Natural 20. Ooh. Mm. 17 plus minus one. Yay. 16. <laughs> Harlot. 15. I got 25 total. Puteline just figures out the secrets of the universe. <laughs> 42. Yeah, right. And I just like evaporate into a puff of like cannabis smoke. <laughs> she knows everything about this island now. Harlot, with your 15, you note some draglish script on the back of the pyramid. Worthy queens... Seek me out. The legacy of the great queens awaits you. Mm, this sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. But where are we going to seek her out? So obviously wherever this obsidian temple is, is where... Um, it's on the side of the stone map. It's not written on any particular island, is it? It's written on the uh, s- the stair step pyramid, which is set in the center of the map. Oh, uh, then a little... yeah. Yeah, we need to get there. Yeah. yeah. Stony yeah. Island, here we come. Yeah. I'm with you on this one. And Freya, with your 17, you recognize the stone scepter that's part of the statue. It looks very similar to the scepter that you won at the Palace of the Ice Princess, the scepter that Nomi believed would unlock a vault on Fire Island. It's not the actual scepter. It's just a sculpture of mm. the same scepter that we had. Is that accurate? Or yeah, it's not. It's not okay. the actual scepter that you were holding. <laughs> I'm like, can break we off just the take statue? It? Yeah, we right could now. just take it and we won, right? That, that's all. Uh, you won the game. Yay. Congratulations! Yay. You found the hide and seek. <laughs> uh, no, it is not the actual scepter. It's just a falcon. And there, there's nothing like 
on it that would direct you to some sort of okay so it's just like a it's stone, just one stone, piece of stone yeah. <laughs> no gems on it okay butylene with that 20 that you rolled you uh, have been studying that map in stone there on the ground mm-hmm. uh and you can just make out like pushing aside some moss and some grass you can see there's some draglish in that map that you didn't see before uh, you can make out a few labeled locations that you didn't know about uh, previously on all of the, this whole chain of islands. Uh, and here's how this is going to work. We're going to do uh, just like we did before with everybody around the table naming some new locations on the map. So we're going to start with Harlot and we're going to go around with everybody in order one at a time. You're going to get to place a brand new location of your choice on the map. On the red side of the map, past on the uh, east side of the Radiant Ridge. And uh, you'll get to name it and describe it. The Kessel Monastery is in the far southeastern quadrant of the island. The monks who live there are the fastest runners in all the island, and their athletic prowess is unmatched. And Buleen, uh describe what you are adding to the map. I want some kind of like um, rainbow bridge to the island that we didn't see before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh like thor ragnarok or just like we can add a girl we got a bifrost um, thanks bitch <laughs> as i'm scratching around with my toenails yeah i noticed that there is like a bridge that wasn't previously visible uh that would seem to resemble the bifrost from uh thor ragnarok bifrost off a duck's back should it be the pan frost uh i don't think anybody uses the term by anymore right it's a personal hand bridge. <laughs> okay, Butylene, you've added the Panfrost to the map, uh, and it connects from the central island to the main island, very close to where the Reliquade is. And Freya. So I am going to put a little, not a, mo- a nunnery, there's already a monastery there. I'm going to put it right here where it says, do not cross this ridge. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> and it is the nunnery temple of Jacqueline Bate. Yeah. Mm, and it's um, just a little nunnery where it holds all sorts of Hennessy type folk. Water, earth, fire, air. Whichever decide to come. Marvelous. And Arson, uh, what do you want to add to the map? Right on the border near the shrine i'm going to add the hole of glory yeah <laughs> great how deep is that hole um it's actually not a hole in the ground what it is is it's a it's a gigantic wall sculpture thing sculpture <laughs> with a with a hole in it um and nobody knows how it got there it looks physically impossible to have gotten there so who knows how it happened and nobody has dared to peer through it or put anything through it this yet sound- oh my god yeah thanks stonehenge but kind of gay whole it's it's like a whole henge how, <laughs> do do you have a knowledge of how high off the ground is this uh, aperture eight or nine feet off the ground so it takes like it it takes some intention to be able to you have anything. to hoist someone yeah. up. It's not the kind of thing or that you stumble giant. into I mean, by accident. If you're really tall, you just have easy access. Yes, that is correct. 
So you have significantly fleshed out the uh, areas available to explore on the island uh, past the Radiant Ridge now, the section of the island that, that you're forbidden from entering, according to the treaty that you have with you. I respect the no treaties. But you've got uh, a lot more knowledge now. and you, you have this all added to your map of Fire Island. Sweet. Anything else you want to do here at the shrine? Um. Yeah, gals. Uh, we made it to the shrine. Do do we cross? Well, yeah, we could cross the uncrossables, or we could go back north to by the reliquate and cross the the pan frost, or we could go back to the golden palace. I feel like we should hours. head to the obsidian ziggurat uh, through my pan frost bridge because we've only been found. gone for two days, right? And we've got let's one just say more she gave day. us three days to give her the thing. We can always pigeon the copy to her, like a carrier pigeon. Yeah, a carrier pigeon. You want to send like, it along? Do you have anyone that you'd want to send it along with? We or? could send it along with Throbberdon. We could. He could carry your pigeon it to her. I really want to like meet the Glamazons, though. That, that's that's why you I just know, say carrier pigeon. Yeah, but the then we're the like tree. giving them what they want, and they might not actually be the good guys in this case. This map business is clearly pointing us to the center of the island. Clearly more important. If we have a rainbow bridge, we can get to this island and back. And get back. And and make some shit happen. Maybe meet a Glamazon and then make it back in time. In my opinion. Yeah, let's go back. We got time to like run back if we need and you know um, we could set Throbberdon free to go back. Um, If he wants to stick with us, he can stick with us. But if he wants to like go back and find Jim Jim, he should be able to. Is he in good enough shape to get back to the Golden Palace? Well, I wouldn't dream of abandoning you here in the wild. I'm happy to stick with you and defend you from evildoers. Yeah, mm, I think awesome. I, He's a really I, yeah, and it's like strength in numbers, totally. and like the more the merrier. Also, having someone who can fly and distract another wyvern sounds great. Yeah, he's been super helpful so far. But I'm just trying to be compassionate. Chernobyl uh, raises up a, a hand to get your attention. I do need to get Chaz to safety. Oh shit, that's right. So we need to go back to the golden. You are free to do what you want if you can point me in the right direction. Like we let's show share on the map where the golden temple is. But here's the thing: Share Noble is a giant golem type creature that's going to be stomping towards the golden palace. What what do you think that's going to happen? This is not our first rodeo. <laughs> the way we tend to approach strange and potentially hostile situations is, and I admit this is a bit underhanded, but. Chaz leads the way, with me holding his hand, and introduces me as his guardian, and we eventually roll out that he is my child, and I am not just a clockwork muscle bottom. I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> wow. Uh, you meant something. Has- that's a new hashtag for the, that for the Twitterverse. That is not where I saw that hashtag going. Hashtag clockwork bottom. I mean, I'm okay with Cher going. <laughs> I'm just more afraid that they'll attack her the, and the kid. I think that there's a plan, and it seems like they've used it before. Yep. Uh, Butylene sounds like she has an idea. Can Chernobyl uh, help out Throberdon at all first? Does she yeah, have healing powers? Yes, I have uh, spell slots to spare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so go for like it. Pretty please. Kind of you to offer, but this journey has reinvigorated me. I'm on the mend, I'm sure of it. Uh, and Throberdon does a few jumping jacks. 
Uh, so now it seems like you're all getting a plan together, and you'd mentioned possibly sending documents back with a pigeon or somebody. Uh, are you going to send a copy of the treaty back with Chernobyl? Uh, no, I think we're going to keep that. I don't think they should know that we have it yet. Otherwise, yeah, like, I why agree didn't with we, that, actually. Like, why didn't we come back if we already had it? Cause right. that's, why'd you send some rando that I don't even know to give me this thing that's super important for me, and why do you... Yeah, Yeah, I think that they should just show up. We need help. For free. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter if we overthrow the Golden Palace anyway. I'm going to put this out there and say that Chernobyl seems like she knows what she's doing, and she seems like she's comfortable getting there and figuring shit out. So I think we can ask, hey, don't tell them we have the treaty. Don't tell them we have the treaty, or that we even know each other. You don't have to mention us. Uh-huh. Well, I think it'd be okay to like say that like she's been an ally to us, uh, but that like yeah, if she needs to, like she has the contacts. If you get asked about us, we fought together. That's about yeah. all you need to say. We fought in the war. Uh, okay, I, I I need to get Chaz to bed someday, so I'm just going <laughs> to go. Thank you. Uh huh. Mm, I'm just blowing like uh, kisses with my claws and just like. Mm. Thanks, Wiping babe. Away a tear. Thanks, babe. Chernobyl and Chaz head south towards the Golden Palace. It's going to be a walk of about two hours. They disappear into the jungle foliage, and the footsteps fade into the distance. And Sir Throberdon turns to you. Shall we? And he hooks arms with Butylene. Absolutely. We shall. Do let's. Throbby, are you a good scout? What's your wisdom? I am the finest scout known to man. And he gestures with the wing and clonks it into a tree. <laughs> Noted. Seems legit. Work. And now with Sir Throberdon, you head back in the direction you came, back in the direction of the Panfrost, which the map indicates is relatively close to the Reliquade. As you walk, you catch glimpses of the shimmering birds through the canopy above. And then you step out into the clearing near the reliquade. It's getting close to sunset now, close to high tide. The rainbow stripes in the sand converge on the conch shell, but you can also see some stripes that continue beyond the shell in the direction of the cliff. Is there a big on switch that I see anywhere? I, I, need to, I want to try and find some way to activate it or see if I just like start Looney Tunesing my way off the cliff without looking down and see if I can walk. Right. Hopefully, this is like a moving uh, walkway, like at the airport, you know, so we can like make our way a little quickly. <laughs> Bionic so, woman, our we, way. Like, <laughs> way to the next should we look island? for like an on switch or something? Maybe you know. I'm hoping this isn't like a Mario Kart Rainbow Road like business, <laughs> where like it actually ends up being the hardest level and everyone just falls off and dies. There's no bumpers. I will no say nothing. there's no there's no guard at rail at the edge of the, of the Rainbow Cliff here. Uh, Harlot, you walk up to the edge uh, as though you're just preparing to, like, walk straight out into the air. I'm going to say, Throppy, if I fall, catch me. (laughs) And uh, do a deck save. 18 plus 4 is 22. Okay, Mm. you uh, narrowly avoid, you keep your footing on the edge of that sandy cliff, uh, and you step back a little bit, and uh, you just caught a glimpse looking down. Uh, You can see that there is a ladder embedded in this rainbow-streaked cliff wall leading down to a platform. There's a ladder downward, I proclaimed to the party. What do you do? Uh, Climb down down. it, clearly. Climb down that ladder. 
Going to the platform scene. So the party's all climbing down, hand over hand, down the down the ladder on the edge of this cliff, like looking back over the the water. You can see like the waves crashing down below and waves crashing against the other islands in this part of this chain here. Uh, the wind is whipping through your hair, and you hear the cries of birds. Uh, you make it all the way down to this uh, narrow platform at the bottom of the ladder, uh, and the party is all kind of clustered there. You've got Sir Throberdon as uh, the final person climbing down with you. There's a plaque on the wall, and it says in Draglish, state your destination. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so do we want to go just like to the Obsidian Ziggurat? Yeah. On the center mm, yes, island? Yes, ma'am. Cool. Let's go there. Butylene, you say, let's go to the Ziggurat in Draglish, and then immediately you are surrounded by a rainbow swirl, and you feel yourselves yanked over the ocean and blasted towards that central island. You fly through the air, the wind whipping through your hair and blowing your clothes around. Uh, Arson, your spider legs sticking out the back of a dress. Hold on to my wig, girl! (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, do do any of our our hair pieces come off in the frenzy? (laughs) Everyone, do a dex check to keep your wigs on. 18 on whatever it is. Natural 20. My helmet stays on. Well, I rolled a two. <laughs> You're in the sun. It's okay. We understand. Her wig was snatched. I got an eight. Uh, Arson, your wig is snatched in this rainbow <laughs> vortex. Uh, Butylene, yours is as well. The wig just like vanishes. It like blasts off your head as you're like shooting towards the island. I'm bald, y'all. 911, what's your emergency? I'd like to report a missing wig. <laughs> you see the island getting closer and closer. It's this black volcanic rock and uh, you slow a little bit as you near it and you come to a slow halt and land uh, on this like hot, black, twisted island with huge blasts of lava shooting out of cracks in the earth around you, huge waves smashing up and casting surf over you. The stone is hot to the touch and you have to kind of like move your feet a little bit to uh, keep your footing. Up ahead of you is a massive uh, temple. It's a giant black obsidian ziggurat, completely smooth with this stair step shape that matches the little um, statue that you saw in the jungle. It seems to be made of something like obsidian glass. It's like dark, uh, but a little bit transparent. You can uh, make out just a little bit through it. There's little dribbles of lava that are blasting through holes in the ground and falling into the ocean, sizzling. And up above are those shimmering birds. There's a huge cluster of them all circling above you in the sky, making uh, distant bird cries and reflecting the sunlight. Around the ziggurat are three guards, tall, resplendent individuals in gleaming gold and purple armor. They hold large and elaborately adorned weapons, and a guard's voice booms at you. Drop your weapons and surrender immediately. Oh, no. I... I'm going to drop to one knee and bow my head and put my hands up. I'm I'm following her, but instead of hands up, I'm going to put my hands down. Two. Yeah, and when my hands go up, I'm kind of going to try to, like, obscure my horns a little bit because people get the wrong impression about me. I'm really sweet. Put your hands up over your horns to try to disguise them. <laughs> Just a little bit. Sir Throberdon follows your lead, and he's like, well, oh, all right, all right. And uh, he gets down on his knees, uh, and uh, you hear, like, looking down, you can't see them, but you hear someone shout, who goes there? I'm Freya from Oceanica. Um, we have come to visit the temple. Uh, we just got a little sidetracked. You hear a voice calling to you, you certainly did. We're going to leave it there. God damn it. Uh, 
A few hours later, the sun has set over the Golden Palace. The tide is on its way out. The beach is littered with the smoking remnants of the evening's battle against the sea spawn. High up on the penthouse balcony, Patrick peers into the night through his telescope. He spots a rustling in the foliage at the western edge of the beach. Something's coming! Minutes later, a crowd gathers in front of the casino. The group hoists a banner and marches westward across the sand. They pass splintered surfboard barricades, tattered beach umbrella barriers, and the remains of the Three Fingers Inn. The group gathers by the edge of the jungle, where the road snakes off before branching up into the hills. The night is dark, the moon barely a crescent, the only sound, the crashing of waves. The crowd waits. A rustle in the jungle, then another. A thunderous thudding of footsteps. Then, from the brush, something emerges. Hi. It's Chaz Noble. Chernobyl follows close behind, holding his hand. Greetings. I am Chernobyl. I am a guardian. Chernobyl looks over the large crowd gathered in front of her. Cole and Shale, Lamont Dupont IV, Lear, Carmela Lemaire, Sister Baccarat, Augustus Crimweath, and the concierge huddle together, applauding. Karen and Patrick are holding a banner that reads, Welcome back, Booty and the Hoefish. Jim Jim holds a tall cake decorated with tiny sugar hoefish. And at the front of the group is Ramshackle, holding out a proclamation and furtively glancing up the road. After an awkward moment, Ramshackle asks, Uh, hello, Chernobyl, was it? Hi. Hi there. Uh, uh, did you happen to see any performers out in the jungle by any chance? Chernobyl reads the banner. Welcome back, Booty and the Hoefish. Oh, you were expecting the hoes. Yes, they're coming back with something very important. Chernobyl looks around the beach, taking in all the devastation around her. Yes, I saw them. Oh, splendid, simply splendid. Oh, how far away were they? Will they be here soon? I don't think so. They have gone to the central island. Jim Jim's jaw drops. His cake slides off the plate and splatters on the ground. Karen elbows the concierge. Hey, isn't that the other side of the ridge? Yes, yes it is. All the color drains from Ramshackle's face. Oh, no. And the earth trembles beneath their feet as a gout of magma bursts from a distant hillside. Hi, this is your DM, Matt. Quick heads up about our next live stream. Due to some scheduling conflicts, we're going to have to postpone the stream scheduled for December 22nd. Apologies for that, but stay tuned. We'll have a new live stream date announced soon. And we'll be taking a week off from the regular episode schedule for the holidays, so no new episode on December 26th, but there will be a bonus episode for Kickstarter and Patreon backers. And then we'll be back on the regular schedule with the next new episode on January 9th. As always, big thanks to season sponsor Russell Bloomdale. Thanks to Sam Antonioli and Major Scales for original music. This episode contains tracks by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Thanks to Chad Sell for podcast art. Thanks to the Queens, Harlot Oscara, Butylino Kippel, Harson, Nikki, and Freya Love. You can find them all online. Thanks to the Genya for the very kind iTunes review. 
Guffaws abound when listening to Queens of Adventure. This party can roleplay the hell out of a ten-foot walk down a dungeon hallway in an hour-long show and don't need to even slay monsters due to their own barbed banter. For an adults-only podcast, you'll be blushing when the players slash or poke with their weapons and words. Matt's a fantastic DM, as well with inventive storylines. I'm always looking forward to the next episode and enthusiastic dirty jokes. Well, thank you so much, the Genya. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a review. That is super helpful. We'll have more bonus episodes and playable content that you can download for Kickstarter and Patreon backers. Head over to patreon.com slash queensofadventure to support the show and get access to our bonus content. Chat with us between episodes on Twitter and on Discord. Links to those are at queensofadventure.com. And until next time, sissy that roll.